0: Hello, Internet, and welcome to Season 96, Episode 3 of the Daily Ziggy, or Daily Zeitgeist, however you want to say it. It's a production of iHeartRadio, and you already know what it is. It's a podcast. We uh, just look America dead in its eye and say, what is going on in there? Uh, And look, off the rip we like to say fuck coke industries and fuck fox news it's wednesday august 21st uh 2019 2019 my name is miles gray aka florence italy oh you simply must visit tuscany jack have you been if not then you should go you
1: should go learn to speak Italiano Italiano Italiano.
0: look I was asking for En Vogue AKAs and y'all are delivering (laughs) Uh, that's one of my favorite En Vogue tracks off the uh, set it off soundtrack and I have many more of those trust me I see all y'all with those those are getting in the show and that AKA comes to us from Urameshi is the goat at Pink Politic so shout out to you for that uh and Vogue-inspired, a.k.a. Now, if I'm talking, that means Jack's not here. That means the substitute who smells like weed is teaching the class today. <laughs> and he brings along his very good friend, a special guest host, one that all of you listeners have grown to love and respect, one of the faces on Mount Zeitmore. I am very uh, honored to introduce to you our guest host, the scam goddess herself, Miss Lacey. Hey,
2: Hey, guys. Lazy mostly aka scam goddess aka yo venmo soy un estatador I'm a scammer baby so why don't you pay me and that is from Ruthie Fudge um thank you Ruthie Fudge that's basically I'm a loser baby yeah
0: but it's all about venmo and scam you don't
2: know Beck but yeah. also
0: that people need to know your brand we'll talk about <laughs> scamming people on venmo yeah um and we are honored to have in our third seat Uh, one of my favorite guests actually personally to have on the show Uh, very talented stand up comedian podcaster uh, sports fucking genius. Uh, (laughs) Please welcome to the show. Aaron Foley.
1: Hey, how I are you? I don't have a song.
0: It's okay. No, no, no. You know but, some people right. don't need songs.
1: I, I, uh, I could scat, but okay. then everybody ah! would lose interest.
0: <laughs> Do you? Uh, are you big jazz vocalist? Oh,
1: <laughs> just in the off season. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the off season.
0: You go to the baked potato. You might catch you doing a set over there. <laughs> <laughs> the sultry sounds of Aaron Foley. Stupid. Does anybody
1: here travel? We're bop boo.
0: Do some crowd work while scatting. Yeah. Um, well, Aaron, we're going to get to know you uh, even better. Uh, but first, we're going to let people know uh, what we're going to talk about today. You know, Lacey, since Lacey's on, we got to talk. There's always people maybe scamming, maybe not scamming, mm. maybe they're getting scammed. But okay. we always like to look at certain stories and understand what's, what's really going on. Uh, first up is uh, someone who worked for Robert De Niro, uh, <laughs> who's being sued for $6 million for basically time-wasting professionally, but in a way that I feel deserves everyone's respect. Um, Then we're obviously going to have to talk about Trump and the presidential race and all that because that's the world we live in, Uh, some other news in the state of California, some more scams, and I wanted to check in with the Bagel Boss guy because it's been about 15 minutes, (laughs) and you want to make sure that that the laws of 15 minutes have been abided by or to uh, so we will check in. I have I did some sleuthing last night, and boy, uh, we've got some some updates for you on Mister Bagel Boss Guy. Uh, but first, Aaron, what is something from your search history that is revealing about who you are?
1: Uh, this is going to be a shocker, not for you because you know me, but um, <laughs> I googled a picture image of the 1985 U.S. Women's National Team. Okay. Because I was recording a podcast with uh, one of the goalies. on. This is the first ever women's national team, uh, which was formed in 1985 when there was no U.S. women's national team. And these women were just fierce, like, pioneers. And they went over to Italy for the first time. Uh, That was the first time the U.S. played any international games ever. Now we all take this for granted, which laid the groundwork for the first World Cup in 1991. Yeah. Oh. So I had to get an image of the team for this. Uh... It was really cool. Then, it, of course, it sets you down like big sport wormholes. Yeah, Wormhole yeah, Well, yeah. it does for me anyway. How
2: did they look in the photo? Like, what did their jerseys look like? Did they look like very kind of like up and coming? Did they look legit?
1: Well, the the crazy story behind the jerseys is when they, they got picked from uh, whatever. Long story short, they had a two-week prep in New York, and they sewed – usa patches on old men's jerseys and got paid ten dollars a day wow isn't that crazy and how many games
0: did they play in italy
1: they played i think they played four okay yeah didn't win any um i think they won one lost three or tied and but but it it was yeah that was was, isn't that crazy
0: they went to uh, just italy yeah lost to italy tied denmark yeah i think lost to england Lost to Denmark,
1: again. yeah, it was man. one tie in three, but that was that was the original team, right.
0: And That's was it just a lot of collegiate players?
1: Cole- yeah, pretty much all collegiate players. there was some club activity, but it was pretty much uh, the best of the best they they did it by region by like north, south, uh, east, and west, right. and- man.
2: I bet you they probably couldn't even recruit the best of the best though with that kind of time frame and trying to do like the entire country. like I could have probably got on that team.
0: If you showed up. Well, they probably the would have known. I
1: just known. met you, so I'm going to say yeah.
2: maybe. It's the I, first one. I could have probably been riding just, a bitch or something. Well,
0: what you would have to do is pull up with a lot of confidence. Like, I'm hurt right now. But <laughs>
2: Right. When Ooh this knee boy. gets right, y'all, y'all give me some of them patches to sew on. I'm gonna sew <laughs> these patches while y'all bending yeah. like Beckham, but then I'm gonna get in this. I'm gonna get in this. I'm when gonna we go be to like, Italy. you know, Pele, yeah, I'm like, pay less, but <laughs> you
0: can fuck with as me. soon
2: as we get over there, I'm like, look, yeah. y'all, I'm gonna be eating gelato, but I'm, a, I'm, a get but I'm gonna get in the game
1: come in
0: a minute.
1: All right, still I think tricky, I can coach. Make it. Still
0: tricky. I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna sit back, take another bath.
1: Yeah, some of the players went on to be. Yeah, you know, like Michelle Akers was on the team, which oh. you can still oh, okay. argue is the greatest okay. player of all yep. time. So it, it was legit. Maybe not your level, Lacey, but it was legit <laughs> professional. Right, right, right. Um, Carla Overbeck. I, I mean, some of these now were like the greatest players of all time. And Lacey, adjacent. Exactly.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's wow. And and you met one of the goalkeepers. You said.
1: Yeah, I I randomly went to a game a couple months ago and there was a big celebration. They were playing at the LAFC uh, stadium. California, Yeah. yeah. It's a go- it's such a gorgeous stadium. It's Beautiful. so awesome. And they had a 90, like a 99er and US Women's National Team celebration at the bar we were at before the game upstairs and I snuck into too long of a story. Oh, I love a good sneak. Yeah. I sneak I we, snuck in. We respect that here. And I met this woman Ruth Harker who was the backup goalkeeper on and she gave me her bracelet and then we kept throwing bracelets down and I got all my friends up. And oh. it turned into a drunken night of me screaming oh, at US you from did. the Snapchat. You did the Church. thing
0: where you got the one bracelet uh-huh. and Jesus like Christ, the old. VIP. Yes. You turned one bracelet into yes. Oh, multitudes. yes, that's how
2: it works. Now, wait, did they think you were a soccer player? Because you're pretty fit, Aaron. I well, see you coming in and being I, like, yeah, where the rest of it? I was on the 1985 team. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> they didn't like, yep, have yep.
1: paperwork back then. <laughs> they had paperwork on everybody. I mean, you could
0: Google it. The photo grainy as fuck, but that's me. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, I was back up, back up, back yeah, up. Yeah. Um... Uh, you know, I no, I didn't play at that level, but I do. I knew a bunch of people because I do a, a sports podcast where I interview female athletes. So I yes. was kind of like I knew yeah, you know. I knew yeah. enough people exactly. to to work it. Yeah, but full on drop bracelets. Oh, I like from your... all these professionals. Yes. I love that for my drunken friends. It was the, great, get... was the great. was a night of my life.
0: Love a free bar too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's something that's overrated?
1: Um. This is going to uh, spark controversy, but I. It's not that bad. Mm-hmm. Getting rid of plastic straws. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, I, don't. I agree. I get rid of all plastic. Then don't take my straws away. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just, just I will bring my own glass in if I can keep the straw. Right.
0: There you go. Wow. I
1: will literally recy- I will recycle everything but my plastic there you go uh, I mean here,
2: you don't I, have to whisper I'm on your same team I personally that turtle really fucked up the PR <laughs> it was one motherfucking oh, the turtle nose. and now we gotta act yeah. like every turtle out here swimming and getting the strongest nose it's some bullshit also like if you open any Apple product, you have to cut through 97 boxes exactly. to get in plastic, and then you talk to Steve Jobs Beach. himself to get through the phone. Thank so, like, you. why can't we get rid of all of this single— It's not even single-use plastic when you're talking about packaging. It's just shit to make your shit look nice, but I can't have a straw in my wow, mouth. Wow. Thank shit. you. I'll you ears. Wow. Like, what is this? Big
0: plastic energy in the building.
2: <laughs> That's just big paper. Trying, <laughs> to, make, like, yeah. trying to suck on well, a it's, soggy you know, straw. It's the
0: same shit where, you know, it's— uh, Unfortunately, it's one of those pr- uh, problems that— Rather at the industrial level, they're passing that problem down to the consumer, and be like, you know, it's actually your fault. It's like, no, 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 yeah. no, sir,
1: sir. And sir. then the attitude you get when you ask for a straw, you're looking for a straw, and the people behind the counter, and I'm like, okay, listen, it's a bigger problem. I will, I will not use anything but like, you know. And then they look at you like you're a can I swear? Yeah. yeah. A fucking douche from all hell. Because Nancy behind Hold the on, counter is like, we straws.
0: Fucking douche from all hell. I don't, I don't know if anyone's why. ever said that on this I show. I just
1: had too much cold brew. Anna gave me more. And now <laughs> yeah, I'm, screaming, I'm screaming fucking yeah. douche from all hell. I mean, I have, I've never said it before in my life.
0: It's a tough, it's a tough thing because- you know, on one hand, I agree that obviously when you look at like the gyre in the Pacific Ocean yes. and things like that, are like, God damn it. But then I'm like, okay, fine. I will I will bring my own bags to the store. Like I'm cutting down on my shit that way. Right. But the fuck, y'all have not figured out this paper straw. You
1: really haven't. It. it has
0: not. It or the metal
1: where I'm like, am I at the dentist? Can I just, can I please have a straw? Yeah. It yeah. just, it hits my teeth and I go, oh God. It's like nails on chalkboard. The paper dissolves into your mouth. Then you choke and you almost die. And then the ones without the straw, I'm like, who's gonna pay, pay my dry cleaning bill? Cause it, I dump it all over, me. <laughs> These are this is a real problem. First world problem.
0: I think we just need better, like, yeah, you know, like I, I could see you, Aaron, having like your own straw, like one that you yeah. use all the time. Would you do that if it wasn't, you know, metal,
1: and or are you if, like the I, disposable? If I have to, I can reuse my straw. You just know, like figure it out.
0: Remember how, like, back in the 90s, every promotional item was a water bottle.
1: Yes, with a right. fucking thick
0: yes. ass straw in yes. it. Like that straw from that yeah. water bottle. Could yeah. you rock that? infinitely maybe completely okay so we're will finding we'll find a middle ground you know
1: I yeah. don't know <laughs> I, I just mean I don't truly... want to I, I wanted to say no yeah. but exactly. he was so positive no, no, and <laughs> such it's a nice fine. guy the only reason
2: I'm gonna say no is because I know there's somebody behind this straw shit and it ain't the goddamn environment cause American <laughs> never been this thoughtful about shit okay right. it's the reason why literally plastic is everywhere but except for straws like who is big paper who's behind this who's making the coin off this limp ass straw I'm tired of sucking limp straw <laughs> wow
1: Oh, Preach we,
2: we are now from really good high.
1: friends. Please feel better.
2: Yo, Aaron, I like you. As soon as you said the bracelet thing, I said, oh, yes, a scammer. Yeah. I love I love me, a scammer.
0: Well, you know, one person might say scammer. Another person might say someone with infinite generosity. Yeah. You know right. what I mean?
1: I Passing... have a huge heart that yes. likes plastic straws. Yeah,
0: exactly. And you want your friends to join in on the phone with
2: you. I'm just yeah. saying, turtles live for a long time, and we need to bring that turtle back out. I want to see that turtle and how yeah. it's recovering. I yeah. mean,
0: I see more agents with straws in their nose at parties than I do with turtles hey. out there. So I'm more about that. Hey, here I we go. So
1: many coked up turtles. Yeah. I can't even now,
0: tell. Now, I will
2: you. say most people who are doing cocaine do do it environmentally soundly with either a, a classy cocaine uh, spoon mm-hmm. <laughs> or or their keys or your so. podcast
0: movement lanyard uh, in Orlando. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> you just a classy, classy cocaine spoon. Um, oh yeah. I the Yay-o. for the
0: record that was a joke for y'all it who to, who take everything people say on this microphone for real
2: anna's so
1: healthy anna she-
0: is actually straight edge which y'all don't know she has the x's tattooed on her hands and we photoshopped that out in every photo um <laughs> aaron what's something that's underrated
1: um <clears throat> being still mm. stopping sitting go on just Stillness mm. I think our society's like Keep going Go What are you doing Are you busy How busy are you You're not busy enough Right And that's why you have to be like uh, How's it going Oh I'm really I got the And then you're like No How is that valued Right Yeah S- Stop
0: Well yeah We're so we We're made to be We've all had to commodify Our existence In yeah. this era Where it's like Well if you're not doing it what like What's going yeah. on How have you introduced Stillness into your life I've stopped Great I've <laughs> retired <laughs> I love it
1: this is this is it. I'm this stopped. is the last <laughs> podcast.
0: Yeah, this is it, huh? Farewell. I've actually
1: just canceled my three. You need Great. to write this book, Eric. I <laughs> Just Stop.
0: I just... called I Just Stopped.
1: I force myself now. My I my girlfriend she's the greatest human being on the planet, and she forces me to stop. And then now I've just been like, this is ridiculous. I keep doing the same thing. I keep going until my like my back blows out.
0: What's your pattern though, like specifically? What- I
1: literally don't stop until I'm physically injured. Oh, I just keep working. I do shows. Travel, I do that gigging, podcast. Right. Travel. I, I just, and then there's no. And then when I when I do start incorporating more, just literally sitting and stopping, I feel a hundred times better, and everything is better.
0: How do you? But so what do you do? Like, what's do you just sit down? You sometimes, watch something. Sometimes you knit. What do you? Oh, do you? oh well,
1: so much knitting while I'm doing blow. <laughs> yeah. Um, They're I like, man, these knitting. scarves look
0: fucked up, though.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this scarf is 75 feet. I did it in an hour. Um, no, I I I I've been trying to do more meditating or literally just sitting in a chair yeah. just for like five, ten minutes. I do watch a lot of sports, which I find very comforting because I'm just sitting yeah. and meditative when I'm not screaming. Um, but yeah, just honestly just talking to myself, just being like, slow down. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. I just take like I just go, just slow down. And I just yeah. sit there for a second. Or
0: tell yourself like I've had to work on my own, um, my own self talk a lot yeah. because part of me used to just flog myself into doing things and just be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You're oh, sitting yeah. Here. Get, the, get the fuck out there. Yeah. And to be more like, hey, man. Like, being like yeah. that cool a high school counselor. You doing all
2: right? Or being nicer to yourself. Yeah, just being yeah. kinder. Like, like the highest life okay. expectancy in the US is people in Mississippi. And I think it's simply because they just like they've given up slower. <laughs> it is? Yeah. People in Mississippi live the longest. Wow. Um, what and about your Belinda? They don't have the best education. <laughs> well that's what a blue about a diamond zone? bar. Right. But it made me think like, yo, like I I God. definitely think especially on my Instagram, like I'm constantly moving and going places, but people don't know this. I shut myself up in my house like an eighteenth century pregnant woman on bed rest at least once a week. They I close all the curtains, and I just lay there and watch TV. And just take your lot uh, in them. Oh, God. And that's how I get back. to yeah. My energy. Yeah. I huff yeah. my
0: ether rag, and everything is fine. <laughs> 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 and that's what I call self-care. Uh, <laughs> I love that, man. 18th century pregnant woman self-care. Oh. Um, <laughs> Bed rest if, <laughs> yeah. is my
1: middle name.
0: Fainting couch. You have a fainting oh. couch. Oh, yeah, no, I do. Exactly. Oh. Uh, and error what's a myth? What's something, you know, people just get wrong. You just want to bring the truth out.
1: That clutter is the Antichrist.
0: Thank you. Go on. Were you clutter shamed? you, I, I, are you, are you a little messy? I've been clutter
1: shamed my entire <laughs> life. Yeah. And listen, I know a well-organized, clean. Yes, you can think better. Yeah, I get it. But I think some clutter is good it's good for my brain clutter I, equals I, character yeah i just i don't now it just feels like everything has to be in the exact right spot everything has to be it does it spark jo- yeah <laughs> other stuff happens yeah you that know what empty I mean? tissue
0: box sparks joy
1: yes yes a photo <laughs> of me doing something stupid 30 years ago i'm gonna keep it right I don't know. I just, I feel like now it's just becoming ridiculous. And sometimes my desk is really messy and I I love it.
0: Right. I'm like, oh yes, this promotional lighter that ran out of lighter fuel, (laughs) that does spark joy and
1: I will keep that there. So do not move it. I don't think, I think we're overthinking a Also, sometimes, because
2: I am very much like now in this organization kick, I have mm-hmm. a cleaning man and he hey. is very aggressive. If you saw my Instagram stories, like he'll text me and be like, hey, Lacey, do you need cleaning? And if I don't respond, he's like, hello, cleaning <laughs> this week or not? <laughs> like, oh, shit. he is very, and then I apologize to him. It's like a little bit abusive, but I do. Like, he comes and cleans my house and then I feel this, I like I have to maintain it for as long as possible. But now I'm losing shit because my brain goes like, oh, I know where I saw my tweezers. They're on the ground under my bed next to my charger. Yes. But right. now I'm putting them away. So now I'm like, where the fuck are they? I lost them for two like, weeks until I went into my bathroom and went to the place where they should be, and that's where they were. And I was like, what
1: was the fuck? Here. We are best friends. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I can find my stuff. Right. It doesn't look like I can find it, exactly. but I can find it. I know it. where everything is on my floor. Yes. Yeah.
0: And I, I, I... <laughs> sort of absorbed that from my dad who like in his art studio was so fucking messy and my mom was like
2: I don't know how he
0: does it he's something's wrong with him and I was always like he was always like I know everything is and then I sort of I also have that same habit and I'm always like well I know everything is and uh, Sophie Lichterman who works in this office is constantly trying to be like don't you want to like declutter your desk and I'm like (laughs) what's wrong with it no everything is fine yeah these old time, these old People magazines from three years ago. Right. I need those there.
2: Yeah, yeah. They help
0: balance out my. But energy. as soon yeah. as you
2: throw that shit away, you'd be like, "Damn, I need it." Yeah. As yeah. soon as I th- no, sometimes when I throw, I guess because I magazines. still do sketch acting. Not magazines. That's I never I mean. buy yeah. magazines.
0: Well, I have one do.
1: magazine, especially <laughs> one... not People.
0: Yeah, sorry, okay. we're more okay people. <laughs> we're more us weaker We are. Yeah. Um. Well, you know, that's good to know. I think clutter is fine, and you know some people. I get it. Some people just need to be organized for yeah. their own like sanity. And look, do you? We're all just trying to fucking survive. You
1: yeah, know? we just have different methods and styles, baby. It's like I music. just don't want to be shamed. Right. That's that's really right. what it is. Like I I agree, less clutter is good, but also some clutter. You know, sometimes you go into a house, person's house, and you're like, where are the dead bodies? This yes. is so clean and ridiculous.
0: You can't assess someone's worth off of their. Clutter, yes. I will say
2: I mean? that is the kind of man I like to date, though. If I go in your house Messy. and I'm like, maybe you got bitches chopped up in the freezer, like that's how clean you are. Woo! Oh,
1: Love you. that shit. So, oh, that's a good thing. I okay. once
2: went into a guy's house and he like went away Um, for a I little And I took bit. all his shit. Well, no, he had, story. This, oh. he had this jar of money. I kid you not. He had this jar of money in the kitchen that was just like 50s, 20s, 100s, and it was a see-through glass jar. And then I,
0: Where is this story going?
2: I, he came back out, and I was like, yo, why the fuck do you have this see-through glass jar of money in your kitchen? Very specific.
0: <laughs> why do you have this see-through glass jar?
2: And he goes oh, I got all of those uh, bills off of a movie set, they're fake, but I leave them there to see who will steal from me and who won't. Holy!
0: Like, what sh-
1: the- And you're like, end of date. Yes. Yeah, I was like, oh, you are a murderer. Yeah. <laughs> you walked into oh a
0: sociological experiment.
1: <laughs> he was a straight up murderer, you uh. Why are you looking at my kneecaps for sale? <laughs> <laughs> this isn't right, John.
0: Uh, <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Well, let's talk about somebody else who saw a see-through jar of money. Uh, an ex, I guess, head of vice president of production for one of Robert De Niro's companies. Uh, this woman named Chase Robinson being sued for fucking six million dollars uh, because she was quote spending astronomical amounts of time watching Netflix and other various forms of time wasting. And I'm just gonna read you this this snippet from Variety because it's it just tells you everything you oh. need to know about this Beautiful. wonderful employee. The company says she rarely came into the office and alleges she spent, quote, astronomical amounts of time watching Netflix during work hours. The company alleges that during a four day period in January, she watched 55 episodes of Friends. <laughs> on one of those days, she ordered lunch from Caviar San Francisco and had dinner at Paula's restaurant, charging both meals on the company card. Over another 4-day period in March, she allegedly watched 20 episodes of Arrested Development and 10 episodes of Shit's Creek. I mean, so far, look, I'm it sounds like she's taking care of herself. Honestly, she likes to laugh.
2: This is a reboot culture, and I was only watching 55 hours of Friends because I'm trying to make r- friends with Robert De Niro. Uh,
0: oh, right, right. Robert Wait. De
2: Niro's friends.
0: This is what I'm thinking, Robert, you are Chandler Bing. Yeah. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about that? Um, I don't know. There's a lot going on with, uh, apparently she was constantly, there was a lot of rumors about her that she was like involved in corporate sabotage is a word they use in this Variety article. I don't know exactly what that (laughs) means, but when you go on, this is what they say. Uh, According to the company, they say watching shows on Netflix was not in any way part of or related to the duties and responsibilities of her employment. Um, on information and belief was done for her personal entertainment, amusement, and pleasure. At times when she was being paid to work, is what the suit alleges. And it also alleges that Robinson made twelve thousand, like twelve thousand six hundred ninety-six dollars in unauthorized charges at Paula's over a two-year period. In addition to eighty-nine hundred dollars at Dean and Deluca and Whole Foods, and thirty-two thousand dollars for Uber rides and taxis.
2: 32000 dollars for Uber rides and taxis. My good sis was going on road trips. I mean <laughs> She
1: said, Y'all trying to go to Vegas? It sounds she's like she's losing in the Fitbit pool. Right. Tell you oh that yeah. Much.
0: Unless she also had a scam like she put it in the dryer and just let it like um, rotate true. and you know, like get in those steps like that. Wait, I
1: have a question. Mm-hmm. Why why wasn't she fired on week one? How is it... this if you're if you're a work if you're if you're at a job, yeah. right, and I'm always going to cheer for mm-hmm. the worker to it, it, to extort as much money off corporate uh, America as possible. Her salary
2: was three hundred thousand dollars, FYI.
1: That's what her salary was three hundred thousand. So I don't understand. There's where is the oversight? If someone comes in and you're watching, they've documented all the Netflix, but she wasn't fired. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, that's on them.
0: She started as an assistant to De Niro in two thousand eight, and then was promoted to vice president of products of production and finance. But that's probably more on the production side. I have a feeling, right, if you... Look, I know people who have fucked around and embezzled money at companies. They don't catch on until, like, they start realizing there's abnormalities because there's typically... They're like, oh, that person's on the level. yeah. And then when you start being like, hold on, man, money's going weird places. And then you start analyzing shit, that's when people start putting it together. You have a little bit of a window to fuck around.
1: I find this so ridiculous. (laughs) Like, this is so... Like, productivity and finance, she's the most unproductive person and she's spending the spending most money. Spending all the money. But where is the... Who's in charge? That's like know, she's yeah. doing the
2: anti job. Like if someone hired you to be a security guard, but instead you just stole everything. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> like exactly. we hired you to protect our merch and you're stealing it. No, yeah.
0: I'm but, redistributing it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> to my home. Yeah. Uh but what I love about this is that you say she started it as an assistant. Because to me, that says that she's probably a real scammer who learned the ins and outs. Like when you start on a lower level, you start noticing where the holes are. Yeah. Like much easier. So you're like, oh Robert, don't even be looking at these files. Right, I'll exactly. be looking at these files every week. Exactly.
0: But <laughs> Or she's also and the person that does, I know she's getting fucked up on her job anyway. So if yeah. she says something, i am tell Robert that she's fucked up on Xanax all day. But
1: how do you <laughs> the documentation, the specificity uh-huh. of sixty nine episodes of like someone had to document that? Yeah. So you can't just pull that out of your well, ass. You get
0: that information? How do you,
1: maybe so, she had a company computer.
0: Does Netflix? I guess, but. That's I'm, I'm interesting like where you get those analytics because you need can you check your Netflix?
2: She was on De Niro's login,
0: and she must have been on <laughs> someone's. Yeah, I mean like a true scammer, but like I'm curious how you even get those that information.
1: It's kind of like the greatest employee story. That's what of I all mean. I don't know. I don't know if, don't know if we and should be... like the and and like I, I don't know. For, for, I always think the greatest way to end a job was that flight attendant at JetBlue. Yeah, when he pulled the. Th- Thing went out the emergency slide with a six-pack. Yep. To me, that's the greatest working man story that's of all the, time. Yeah, the
0: mic drop-up. This yeah.
1: one is second place.
0: This is pretty good. The yeah. other part- what about the resignation yeah,
1: so letter? I mean, it's illegal. So put resigns.
0: the icing on the cake.
2: So she is allowed to resign for some reason. Like <laughs> they, they don't, They're they do not not even like firing her. I feel like if you're stealing like this, it's got to be like the security cards come get you and put your shit in the yeah. box.
0: She but probably had De Niro she, wrapped around her finger. She
2: must have, because she got to send in a resignation letter where she disregarded all of these charges as false and inflammatory. Ridiculous, Ridiculous as, she is said. Is as she said. And then she writes herself a letter of recommendation, no. which she gives to Robert De Niro to, dis- to sign. Um, no, He declines. However, she'd been working as his assistant for years, so she probably just still wrote that letter.
0: Yeah, she's like, yeah, I she know was, your signature. She was Watch like, this. Robert,
2: I was giving you a chance to do the right thing. <laughs> but
0: you know what? But since
2: you're not going to, give me my quill. I got what? this. <laughs> my <Bobby> quill.
0: <laughs> I love that she writes it with a quill.
1: It's just, I all right, another, obviously this is bad behavior. However, what again, I'm just amazed at her Confidence, yeah, the, the audacity. like her, just going through life like, oh, I can do whatever right. I want.
0: I mean, it's probably one of those things too. Within the company, people were just taking advantage. Like, yeah, I mean. There, are, I've seen instances of people at, like, an actor's production company when they start their own little boutique production mm-hmm. company, and there's a lot of fucking around sometimes, especially if, like, their friends are involved and yeah. things like that. So I yeah. wonder if the, just the culture in there it was like, dude, none of these people care. Robert doesn't know. Like, they're pulling in a billion dollars a year, like, through all his business ventures. Like, what's yeah. fucking 32K in Ubers? Yeah,
1: right. Yeah.
2: And he's working, so he's probably not there, like, while overlooking everybody's shoulder. Like, yeah. what are we working on today, yeah. production He's too company? busy
0: hanging out with anti-vaxxers right, right now. Uh, All right, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. And we're back. And, you know, let's just check in a couple things in Trump world. Um, Right now, he's been floating the idea of another tax cut, a payroll tax cut, uh, because... Despite him saying, hey, economy V chill, nothing to worry about. Recession, no way. Don't Ignore Larry Kudlow, drunk off his face on TV. and so, like, I don't see a recession coming any time soon. And Greenland is going to fucking pay for itself. Oh, God. They have to now. He's now floating a payroll tax cut to juice the economy again because, I guess, I mean, maybe he sees something in the, in the writings on the wall, but I don't know. We'll just put a pin in that and we'll see how that goes. Now- uh, one thing that's been very interesting is that a lot of the polling showing all kinds of things right now, Joe Biden, his national poll numbers are widening, uh, but in different states, it seems like it's much tighter. So we'll see how that goes. And now he put out a new campaign video that was basically saying like, look, forget all the shit that's wrong with me. Look at the polls. Everyone thinks I'm the best one to beat Trump. And also Obama, like was sort of the gist of this entire video. And as we spoke about yesterday. Obama was very much telling him, please don't run, Joe. You don't need to do this. You yeah. don't need to do this.
2: He's, like, talking to Joe Biden like he's, like, Drake talking to a stripper. Like, yeah. you don't have to do this. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> I could take care of you. I could
2: take care of you, Joe. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, she so do not have to work at the Hooters on Peachtree anymore. Um, so, on top of that, uh, as those polls are widening and Biden wants to declare himself the only person to be able to vanquish Donald Trump, we're now also seeing... Sort of a not pretty significant changes in Trump's polling as well. Not necessarily in his job approval ratings because that's always around the same uh, same place. It's his disapproval rating that's actually starting to fluctuate a little bit. And I think that's a really good indicator, or you know, at the very least, of what people's feelings are towards the president. I think a lot of people were sort of like, "It just sucks" or whatever. Maybe it's not that great, but they point to a lot of these, the spikes in the disapproval numbers come after his basically like all out war of words with the squad and all the send her back bullshit and coming after all those, uh, freshman Congress people. Um, also his just terrible handling of the El Paso and Dayton shootings and just all of his inability to lead has sort of led to this point. And a lot of people are like, when's it going to show in the numbers? When's it going to show in the numbers? Well, here's the deal in a Fox news poll. Um, His his disapproval rating went up five percentage points to 56%. And in every other demographic, it's basically above 50%. So 64% among independents disapprove of his uh, performance, 53% among men, 46% among white men, 53% of those older than 45, 61% among er suburban women, uh, 59% of women overall. And um, even among Republicans, it's gone up to 11%. And then among self-described conservatives, it's at 26%. So it's weird how even on the right, his just people's sentiment around it is starting to fluctuate. I guess the other um, interesting poll number to also look at, because it's not just this Fox News poll, Pew, NBC, a lot of the bigger polls also reflect the same sort of jump in his overall disapproval numbers, necessarily not a decrease in his approval numbers, but there's... The idea, too, that people have that in another Fox News poll, 56 percent of voters felt that Trump had either a great deal or some blame for the mass shootings in this country. And 34 percent attributed a great deal of of blame to Trump. So, you know, a lot of pollsters are saying, like, maybe this is the turning point. But I think with how uh, skittish people are with relying on polls last time around, it's like, okay, sure, sure, because let's not forget the Democrats have also mastered uh, the very fine art of totally fucking things up. So you, there's also, you never you never know what'll happen. Um, so, you know, just something to keep your eye
1: We on. need more Scaramoochies. Uh, right. We need some of these um, disgruntled people to crawl out of their manholes that were temporarily employed by a dump truck. Right. And to start, you know, wearing down that fabric. Yeah. You know, because... The more people that align themselves with him, and he was like, oh, this guy's great. Like, that helps. That chips away, I think, at people's confidence. But the polls to me, like when I woke up and I saw Kamala, uh, the, you know, dovetail, I was shocked by that. And then I thought, and then it was Biden and Sanders, and I'm like, oh, my God, it's Weekend of Bernie's. You know, it's like we're going to prop these dudes up. And, and I— and I think the gut, I think the knee jerk reaction right now in this country is like everyone is so terrified of losing on the left, yeah. you know, that the two top people are old white men. I'm right. like, here we go again. You know what I mean? Like, but, but I get, I get yeah. some of it. I get some of it. Yeah.
0: Well, that's, that's just sort of the psychology of people just yeah. not it's like, fear. It's like, it's all what's fear what's the safest thing? Yeah. What's the, what's the nailed on guaranteed thing? And I've, I mean, I don't think you could in your wildest dreams say that, you know, Biden could, you know, withstand this entire race and get to the finish line in the same way. Considering like when last week we were talking about how his handlers are like, we actually kind of have to put him on ice from time to time because he starts when he gets tired, he starts saying all that weird shit that people are like, what? You know, like all those gaffes come out when he's tired. So, you also, know, he it's...
1: feels that way.
0: Right. Right. <laughs> No, of course.
2: All of his real opinions. opinions keep coming out when he's tired. Yeah. So we just gotta. <laughs> it's like back. It's just having a nap, y'all. Yeah. Oh, well, but, well, exactly. Well, I mean, I, I'm not gonna say that I'm against the fear. I think that the fear is necessary, and the fear that we didn't have the the rested assurance that we thought that Hillary Clinton was going to become the president is really what screwed us. So I want people to stay afraid and panic yeah. until the very last second yeah. because we need everyone to go to the polls. I want people to shitting and, themselves
0: at, at the polls. Oh, and, and I. Think I think
2: before in cases where we saw like John Kerry running against George W. Bush and we were all voting basically for Kerry as a vote against Bush. It didn't galvanize enough votes for him to win that second term. Yeah. However, I think because we're dealing with a president who's literally increasing the murder rate of our country, who's galvanizing <laughs> racists, it's like, look, I'm a vote for whoever, whoever's blue in that white box. If it's if it's Joe Biden, shit, I guess Uncle Joe just gonna have to run the country for four years. Goddammit, it. I don't know. Yeah. But like we yeah. don't have. Have a choice it's yeah, not yeah. like with John Kerry and George Bush where it was like George Bush was an idiot and yes he did a lot of horrible things that really had impacted people of color and also just people in general in the United States when it comes to pretty much every yeah, side of civil policy. liberties yeah. yeah um but also financially too like biggest recession like but in this case, I think that people know that voting is their survival more than it is like, oh, I'm going to be annoyed by having a Republican yeah. president in office. It's like, oh, I'm going to have a president in office who's literally going to make going to the grocery store, uh, you know, attempted murder.
1: Like,
0: yeah, something very. Yeah. Yeah. A, a way, whole different ballgame.
1: Yeah. I, I think there should be no more debates. I think the, all the Democrat, the 85 Democratic candidates should go in a room and debate. Pick two and then come out. <laughs> fight first, club. At, at, yeah. Total fight club. At first I was like, this is so great. There's going to be so many candidates we can really break down and, and talk about environment and women's issues and civil rights. And now I'm like, what? Oh, I'm totally overthinking it. If your last name isn't Trump, I'm voting for you. Yeah, that's right. The so yeah. it's like, just pick two. At this point, I am my bar is so low I'm panicked <laughs> on a 24 hour period I feel close to vomiting right. even Rachel Maddow every night from 6 to 7 I, I almost can't even watch it anymore I mean I will because she's my dreams. she's a dream sequence but I I, I get so like Hur! that That I'm like and, Biden and Sanders oh okay fuck it I, whatever literally. I, I literally don't even care at this point Hollywood this is how bad will be it is. doing
2: flash mobs we will all be oh, wearing man. that Joe Bama merch that <laughs> joke. you go yeah. catch me in that joke every week I don't even, I
1: really, it's so sad to say, but I don't. I just picked two. I go, I, I, yeah. can't, I can't go through this. Part again. of me is
0: like, I don't know if like, I, I. you'd like to think that people who have the same kind of outlook on our economy and like predatory capitalism in this country, like Elizabeth Warren or Bernie yeah. Sanders, yeah. like would help disrupt those things. But I'm like, fuck it. Do we just need Biden to get past this? And then we can actually start like beginning the change because people aren't ready. I. It's a very... Uh, it's, it's, the it's candidates
1: a... are. Sorry, oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. no. Go, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, like, let's say this happens. Let's just let's just say it's a Biden and he picks Harris for a VP. Uh-huh. Whatever. I'm just you know whatever. Yeah. Then I I think the Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warrens and the, and the Pete, uh, Buttigieg. I think they'd be all phenomenal heads of state. You know what I mean? I mean I think they'd be not heads of state, secretaries Good of positions. yeah sure. cabinet yeah, positions, yeah. because their ideas are phenomenal. Yeah,
0: but I, I guess that's where you need the president though to be able to be like. You know, because Elizabeth Warren freaks freaks the shit out of the banks and Wall Street. Yeah. So is Joe Biden going to take on board what she recommends? Because he's also like in bed with In bed, in with, bed them. with the banks. So yeah. he's like, oh, you know, I don't know if he would pick her. And that's the problem is that's where I'm like, oh, Joe is just going to keep him more of the same. No,
1: no, I'm I'm yeah. not. Of course. Uh, no, even no, I, remotely I know, I know a fan. It's just, yeah, you're, bar- you know, we're at negative one million and Biden may bring us back to negative yeah. 10. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not yeah. excited at all.
0: Yeah, that's just the, I think, and that's just sort of the effect of this current presidency, yeah. too, is like, please just. We Anything, just want a president
2: any- who's going to stop telling white supremacists it's okay to murder us. Like, right. we're just trying to get there. That's just- step one,
0: sadly. <laughs> step one, like, president
2: uh, not doesn't tell white supremacists that they're very fine people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm also curious to see what happens, too, in these debates, because for all the focus on Joe Biden's, you know, hand in the 94 crime bill. Well, let's not forget, Bernie Sanders also voted for that crime bill, yeah. too, yeah. but that hasn't been discussed on the debate stage, so we shall see. Every well, time I
1: see Joe Biden, I also see Anita Hill. You right. know what I mean? Oh, yeah. and and, and, yeah. and so it's, like, sickening because right. you just know, like, it's that age group. is that older white man age group, which I can't even look at anymore. But it's just so depressing yeah. that that's what – I don't know.
0: But, you know, as these polls show Trump, you know, looking in, like, very not good shape uh, in terms of, like – I don't believe it. Like, the outlook on the economy or just the polling numbers. Well, I think there is yeah. something to say that he definitely acknowledges that yeah. – there could be a very real threat to him being reelected because he's already started. You know, he's been laying this groundwork to try and negate the results of the re- the election like now yeah. being like, you know, all this yeah. voter fraud. You never know. I mean, like the media is trying to sabotage. He's trying to create all these fall people. So when he goes, hey, my followers, I re- like this is bullshit. I don't agree with this. You know, if he loses,
2: he never even wanted this shit. He looked so mortified when he gave his acceptance speech, and it's crazy to me that now his ego and his Eid has driven him to want another term doing well, this. Well, this is
0: the only thing that's going to keep him from facing criminal charges because fuck that. Well, the second he's out of office in 2021, yeah, if he's going. out, State of they're, New York like, is they're not like, hi, him. Donald yeah. Trump? Kid yeah. is You've been served. Yes, yeah.
2: yeah. They're going to be playing. I yeah. want them digging it up like they did R. Kelly. I want it all. I want it oh. all, and I want it now. Yes.
0: Ooh. I mean, yeah, they'll they'll Omarion will come out to serve him. Did you? See? you got
2: served? <laughs> Literally four little saints. They yeah. will be dancing in the rain, serving <laughs> Donald Marcus Trump. Marcus Houston,
0: Omarion, everybody, <laughs>
2: Chris, even Chris Brown. Fucking Steve Harvey. He's even. problematic, but he gonna have to dance too. Yeah, <laughs> like,
0: you got served, Mr. <laughs> President. Oh, I mean Donald. Literally. Anyway. Um. So yeah, I think there's there is a lot to say that there is probably gonna be some cheating. Like he he tweeted out this weird study that um saying that Google had manipulated like a bunch of people's like search history. Like it was weird. He's trying to say manipulate 2.6 million to 16 million votes in favor of Hillary Clinton. And it the math is like so odd that he's using. It's based on this study that was done by this psychologist who reported that search results were on average biased to favor Hillary Clinton on the days that this person studied. But I don't understand how you can actually demonstrate that bias if people just were actually searching that more. Then that's just the reality of the situation. I don't know how that you can then extrapolate this idea that, you know, this was leading to a huge swing in votes. But this is the kind of like really tenuous, lame logic that he's latching on to to try and preserve his own, I don't know, the mirage of his presidency and why he should stay in office. Let's move on to some police violence talk.
1: One fun subject, yeah, to just to another.
0: Uh, I just wanted to point out that the man who murdered Eric Garner was fired. Okay,
1: only took five years. I was only like, took... how long was it? I was going to say, I guess seven.
0: Yeah, I was, and also, wow, cool. You murdered a person, and you only get fired. And it's you know, it's been, oh man, a very, <laughs> very long and painful road for the country and the Garner family mm-hmm. to just you know look at somebody just get murdered in the street like that. Yeah, like on nothing. video, 11-minute
2: yeah. video of him saying, I can't breathe, and them using an illegal chokehold, and then somehow they allowed this man to be back like on the field. Like, what yeah. the actual fuck?
0: And apparently, like through all this, was very uncooperative and transparently self-serving in his own testimony when there was like an internal e- inquiry about it. So, you know, and I, I bring this up, because obviously that's sort of older news, um, because there's also recently in California a new law that was passed that has basically the strictest law in the nation um, for defining when police can use deadly force now like any bill involving the you know use of deadly force and police violence you know has some people happy has other people saying this is not enough but it's a good step um, the biggest thing is that right now I think it says at the current legal standard is that the use of legal force lethal force is legal if it is reasonable and now we're talking about, trying to figure out what is necessary. So essentially before, you could only look at like what the officer did in that moment and see if the way they responded was reasonable or like that they felt that they, they could you know legally use this lethal force. Now this bill allows for a lot more context to even understand the behavior of the officer, the behavior of the uh, person who is being apprehended or whatever, to begin to bring a little more nuance into the discussion. Before this, a lot of uh, law enforcement groups were against it Because there was language in it that would basically help district attorneys and prosecutors hold the police officers themselves accountable or face criminal liability. When that language was watered down, that was the only time like the law enforcement lobbying groups were sort of on board with it. So that's the part where a lot of activists are like, see, this is the thing. We need criminal accountability because if you are stepping outside the bounds of like what we're defining as, you know, how a police officer should conduct themselves or shooting someone straight up in the back. Like, we need, to, we need to actually look at that criminally. But it's not a perfect bill, but it's definitely the strictest, and going forward, you, you'd hope that they can add on that, but we shall see.
2: I mean, we also just need to get to the point where, in our police state, the police are not above the law. They should just face the same laws as if I am a civilian and I'm being attacked by someone and I use deadly force. It should be the same as if a police officer feels like they're being attacked by someone and uses deadly force. You're not, you should not be able to shoot people who are running away, Mm -hmm. especially if they are unarmed. Like, there's just so many things that this. Bill still leaves up to interpretation and loopholes that are just quite frankly disgusting. A lot of people don't even believe that we need police, and there are places where people in society like act as the police. And I don't necessarily agree with that because I don't know if I would be out here being the police unless it's Batman. Uh,
0: <laughs> right. I'll let Batman and <laughs> Superman handle it.
2: But... Right. <laughs> Batman is too regular. Like he got to come in a car. Like <laughs> break right, right. down. Like right. But um. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and he's a billionaire.
2: But it is, but it's absolutely ridiculous that we keep leaving so much gray area up to interpretation. I mean, especially in Los Angeles, like we're one of the most overly policed cities in the country with one of the highest amount of death told from actual police officers. So I don't know. It's just very frustrating. yeah, and there's this huge disconnect
1: in this country. Like it's like cops are, I think, very much needed. however, Literally, it's a lawless job. Like you are protect, it's to serve and to protect. And then you have everyone else just like basically on the streets, we're doing, everybody's doing everything wrong. And the power, it's an imbalance of power. I know really good, there's good cops and bad cops, there's good people and bad people, but there's no connect in communities. I think there needs to be ground level. Connection, but no one speaks to each other. Right. No one's, it's just, I can do anything I want because I'm a cop and you're doing everything wrong. And, and it's, and that's it.
0: Well, yeah, and it empowers people who might not actually be interested in serving and protecting. Yeah. They might be more interested in just being predatory and acting out whatever their own vigilante fantasies are or whatever.
1: And then you see time and time again, it's like, yeah, I mean, the legislation, okay, it's a good step, but you really have to like have grassroots. People meeting people, cops meeting their community, like just some some sort of conversation. Well, also yeah. the infrastructure
2: is built on racism. So when you have a system that's structurally built on racism and that literally is open season for people of color, then you cannot fix it unless you start to dismantle it and instead of doing that we keep trying to inch towards some le- legislation that's supposed to make us all sleep easier at night yeah. when we know that the police can so easily murder people of color and get away with it it is like nothing because time there's no criminal there's again. no
0: criminal liability see no, like not imagine, at all. imagine what a cop thinks goes fuck if I bust my gun like this right now I could fucking go to prison
2: I'm from Texas yeah. and I literally the one time in my life where I cussed out a cop and I will relish this for the rest of my fucking life I was at home Chuck Giso. In a jacuzzi with my friends on Memorial Day. And we got like a noise complaint from a nearby neighbor. And we were already about to go to bed. It was 1 o'clock. We were like, oh, we'll turn it off, officer. The officer is like, please come through the garage. Otherwise, I'm going to give you a $500 fine. We come out in swimsuits holding my dog. It's just two women, two black women. And he proceeds to interrogate me. I give him my driver's license number. He pulls up my name, everything, and then stays. Then steps into my garage and asks to call for backup. No. Yeah. And it was the one time in my life where I looked him dead in the face because he looked around my age. I know this kind of guy. And I was like, so what is it? I yeah, was right. like, what is it yeah. about me being alive that bothers you so much? I was like, you just want to kill people and somehow you think you're connected to some kind of deity or God because you're going to gun me down? You're going to shoot a woman in a bathing suit in a garage? That's what you want to do? And I was a little drunk. I will say I yeah. was. Because otherwise, I would have yeah. probably been crying and been like, oh, Mr. Officer, I'm so sorry. Let me stroke your That's ego. That's what people on the
0: right would say about you on Twitter. Right. shouldn't been drunk.
2: <laughs> and yeah. so, but he ended up, he called for backup and when his backup showed up, he the backup looked at us and was like, come on man what are you doing and right. left yeah but he was ready to do something and if i right. asked my father to come out probably one of us would have been dead yeah
0: Oof. but that's yeah. like
2: normal i've had yeah. so many interactions with cops like that
0: or yeah or every time i've been pulled over the first question is uh where, where's the gun at and i'm like the fuck are you talking yeah, about i'm well, like God. run my shit dude i've never been arrested
2: exactly and then i'm like all right
0: well how long have you been on probie i'm like i'm not on probation i've never i don't have a record and it's like well what are you doing here i'm like i'm visiting i'm 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 fucking somebody in this neighborhood. That's why I'm here, <laughs> officer. I'm sorry, I, I didn't stop all the way. I am horny.
1: Yeah.
0: Are, have you ever been horny, officer? <laughs> now let me fucking be. And that's the fucking weird shit that people don't realize too. Is like, even me, I'm half black. I don't I might necessarily communicate the the traditional African American look to police officer, but still brown people are looked at like, okay, so what's really good? Like where's your right. weapon? Are you a threat to me? And that's just what's chilling. The one thing I will add is that in the bill does actually Ah, uh, prohibit a police officer from firing fleeing felons who don't pose an immediate danger. Now, in immediate danger, I don't know how they're gonna fucking right, define that. Right, like
2: my back. How does my back oppose any immediate yeah. danger if
1: well, I'm running away? Well, you are away? very
0: muscular in the back.
1: Also, you're you're the race issue. It's you're dealing with half the population, right? So I'm a white woman, so I'm very much marginalized in the woman area. But as a white person, none of this has happened to me. None, right. of, none of this. I've been – I pu- pulled over once in Florida when I was 18. And I was driving like a fucking maniac from yeah. spring break. So I don't have any of these stories. I don't have any right. – I can sympathize to the last breath. I, but I don't have these experiences. Sure. And the flip side is, okay, so primarily white male officers, right, which are 80% more, 90% more – to be, I'm sorry, just blatantly racist and abuse power, yeah. right? So, and then they're also writing the legislation, you know what I mean? So until there's more, I don't know how you solve more white men are going to be police officers. They're, you know what I mean? I don't know how you connect. How do you stop this?
0: Well, it's definitely not with those viral videos where they're like, these cops were breakdancing at a barbecue. It's like, no, 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 no. It's got to
1: start on the local level. I always say it's got to start in these local precincts. Someone has to stand up and be like, this is... Complete and utter dis- yeah, this or is just, disgusting. Or just
0: say, hi, guess what? You cannot kill people yeah. without consequences. But anymore.
2: cops yeah. are also gangs. Like, cop is right. gang gang. Like, it's yeah. such a gang. Yeah. Like, that's why with all the blue stuff, all the they stick together, they protect each other. When they do murders, they cover, they cover yeah. each other's asses. Like, you, how do you get rid of a gang mentality in a rogue organization? Yeah. It's just that you have to to destructure it. It can't be just like these tiny little tweaks to laws. We have to have some hardcore legislation that makes people think twice before they bust a cap in somebody's ass. And that's why
0: I think, you know, and these are the kinds of things that I think everyone here considers when you look at a presidential candidate because you have candidates who might not think this is an issue or they do but only pay lip service to it mm-hmm. or other people say no this is my fucking plan because they, we have just systemic racism has completely creeped into our justice system and that has to be ended
1: and you need leaders you need people of color in leadership position and you need white people in leaders but leadership you also need position. people
2: of color who advocate for people of color yeah just because right. you're just brown they'll meet you down a, yeah, yeah. yeah
1: and saying this is a problem but we have no all our leaders they would never, they're not going to be anti-cop.
0: Yeah. Or, you know what I mean?
1: Like they're, they're just not. Or that's not. how it'll
0: be framed to yeah, be like, yeah. well, no, no, no. I'm I'm anti people who think they can get away with murder simply because they have yeah. a, a badge. Yeah. That's right. really, this is the line. Like we, well, you cannot, it's, we're against power abusers. Yeah. Those people happen to be police officers. Then maybe that's how it's falling. But I think that's how it would always be spun to try and be like, accountability means you're a hater.
1: But right. now you know it's I mean? worse than ever because literally at the top is like just a blatant white supremacist, yeah, like blatant. So if it's now, it, you think like, uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, to me, it's worse than ever. I don't know how you can get worse. Well, you know what I mean. Like you have to look to the leaders. Like pe- people always try to like look up to these inspirational models, and we have the wor- we have the, we have worst, the worst of all the worst.
0: Yeah, well. Let's think more about that as we take a break, and we'll be right back. And we're back, and I just wanted to bring up the tale of a possible scam. Or not a scammer, just an interesting moment on social media, right? Because uh, Instagram is a mirage on our phone that a lot of people mistake for real life. Um, And recently... There's a lifestyle influencer, blogger, I don't even know what the fuck that is really, from Nashville, um, who is getting some unwanted attention after posting about a motorcycle accident she had during a photo shoot, and people are saying, like, she staged the accident and it was possibly a branded post. Now, this woman, uh, Tiffany Mitchell, when BuzzFeed News was asking around because they saw sort of what was happening on Instagram around this, this post... Uh, she said, I would never turn a very important personal story like this into a brand campaign. I'm sad that some people are taking it that way. She would also asked BuzzFeed not proceed with writing this story as it would, quote, draw negative attention. <laughs> um, now, if you look at the photos, it starts off as like, let me tell you about the shoot we did. Very glamorous stuff on a motorcycle. Um, and then something happened. She slid off her bike and scraped her body up. But when you look at the photos, they look like. Ah... <sighs> They look this staged, like but I don't know. This looks like getting a
1: motorcycle
2: know. accident, but make it fashion.
0: But make it fashion. Uh, yes,
2: she is like <laughs> kind of like she's posed, like she's giving me Tyra arm. Tyra Banks always talks about like if if you want to make a skinnier arm, pull it away from your body. <laughs> yeah. she's giving yeah. me arm, pulls yes. from the body. She's popping shoulders. She's in, and also she's giving me Glaceo. She's giving me Smart Water. She's giving me branded content, yeah. honey. She's giving me like Road Kill, Road Ooh. Slay, Road Slay. Yeah. Yeah. Road sleigh, honey. Um, and, and so it makes it a little difficult to believe that this was an actual moment. Well,
0: I definitely see this is the thing. Like, they, they say it was branded because there is this one photo where, like, this, you know, chiseled man is like standing over her as she's like on the ground, like with her head in her hand, like, how could this have happened? And there's just a big ass smart water bottle, like, right as like more of the kind of the focal point of the entire frame. Has
1: anybody seen an accident? Like seriously, like everybody's seen an accident. Does this look like a horrible right. accident? You don't see looking like this is your accident? It, <laughs> I I fell over recently. My croc got stuck between the table and my couch. <laughs> And they're very, they're malleable, and I fell on my. <sighs> I thought I was dying. I nothing happened. But the photos and the photos would have been like, oh my god, you're close to death. I had I was crying. There was a cat over me licking my no, forehead. No, Erin, say ow. One, two, three. Ow. 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 Ouchie. You look like a garbage person when you get into an accident. I fell and I look terrible. Right. This woman supposedly got into a motorcycle wreck.
0: We saw her scars, so it looks like the injuries. Yeah, are legit. that could have
1: happened yeah. anyway. She got some. Oh, school. okay. I, I, here I we go. This, All right, CIA. This woman's named Tiffany.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> Here's, there's so
1: many problems with this story. I just scrolled through. I don't know who she is. I don't care. And it was like, I was like, ooh, who's this hot lady that fell off a bike? It was a lesbo reenactment for me. Uh, It was, I just was like, this is a model shoot. If you looked at those photos, you would think, oh, it's a, a night shoot. It's a filmed
0: Definitely a golden hour.
2: Yeah, it was for, golden hour when she fell. Like, it, was it was perfect. 5, the lighting was perfect. She, perfect. she looked
1: perfect.
0: Right. She looked amazing. I've never seen someone look um, more why? amazing. I'm
1: just saying, right. why? Why? But why? this is where
0: her defense Because we're was, talking about it now? Her defense was like, well, Lindsay, if you know Lindsay, she yeah. she captures everything. Who's the photographer?
1: Can Lindsay I was on like the back like of the bike that play play fell off? Can
2: a small I clip know. of her defending this? Because it's like a 10-minute Instagram video. But when you hear her voice- Like, if you know Lindsay at all, she always has her camera with her for everything. Like, you go to hang out at a friend's house, she's there with her, she's documenting. She documents, that's her art, that's how she expresses herself, that's how she tells and shares stories. So, Lindsay was there, she was shooting, and when my bike went down, um, my friends were immediately at my side, including Lindsay, making sure...
1: When my bike went, went down. Does she just, Lindsay is just like clairvoyant? She just pops up on crime scenes? She no, just, that's like her so That's they like they her photographer. Right. No, I know, but like she was, there was some, there, so there was a shoot happening. Can she admit that? Yeah, she said that. She right. says that there's
2: a shoot, but what she says is that when her bike went down, which I was really mm-hmm. just trying to understand like how a bike goes down. <laughs> um, so basically when my bike went down, and by that I mean like I fell and had a minor script, Um, She (laughs) reenacted
1: a traumatic motorcycle injury. Now, she
2: did have an ex-boyfriend in 2016 who unfortunately passed away in a
1: motorcycle
2: accident, and she was trying to liken this event to that. So that
1: would be doubly why you would never do this. Sure. Why? Where was Lindsay when I fell over with my Crocs on? I mean...
0: But that's what Lindsay does. That's how she tells stories. That's
1: how she tells stories.
2: But well, I think
0: that's the thing. A, a lot of people in the comments of her posts were sort of like, well, hold on. Like, If if, if you were really fell over like that, wouldn't your friend put the fucking camera down and make sure you're okay? Rather than be like, you know what? This is some tent. But here, this is why I also can kind of believe that because we do live in a world where someone like Lindsay is like, this might be a little fucking classless or weird, but I'm just going to start taking these photos. Because there might be frames yeah. where she looks actually like she was in an accident but they only got like the good ones or maybe she's like you know strike a pose i don't know this As could be meaning someone who's optimistic. had their car
2: towed a lot and had a lot of like traffic misfortune and stuff and i also am just very active on instagram stories i do instagram story crazy shit that happens in my life and like grab crazy moments however i've never like been in in a situation where i was like hurt and mm-hmm. was like no please get get it for the gram
1: right <laughs> like <laughs> i i i this story makes me want to um, retire to, <laughs> like, Hawaii and, like, sell weed and be a librarian. Right. Like, this is, You're this like, is, what? like, I can't with this. <clears throat> I she, think the accident happened, shoot. but I
2: think that she over-dramatized it, and I for sure think that she's lying about the extent of trauma that she feels just because of the she. When you watch this 10-minute video, she uses so many adjectives and so little statements. Yeah. She's like, it was a life-changing, traumatic um, day. It was cold, but it was also hot. Right. It was like 74 degrees. Okay, and I'm
0: still not getting any information. It, no, listen this. to me. The I was wind okay. on the road. The
2: wind was coming from the east,
0: uh-huh. and
2: my friend Lindsay picked up her camera, her Nikon. Meanwhile, she's in the back like, Lindsay, burn those. Burn those photos.
0: Archive this post. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She yeah.
1: Make them prettier, Lindsay.
2: Make me prettier. She also Lindsay. says that she documents her life in a very raw way. But if you were to go to her Instagram, literally, it's a pumpkin spice filter on everything. And everything I'm not is, even Everything kidding.
0: looks. It looks like you're looking through an old empty cup of pumpkin spice latte. Or something. Yeah, it's yeah. all
2: like very orangey and very
1: like purposeful.
0: Or everyone just has bad fake tan.
1: What does she do? I, I'm just, I'm not, I'm I'm really wondering, like, does Aaron, she- get in this the game, what lifestyle
0: does? blogger.
1: Yeah. Okay. I'm okay. done. I'm don't done you, with don't my Don't you want to you know how to organize a cheese plate? Erin has officially probably, stopped. I've actually just stopped as a human. This woman <laughs> probably owns a house. Don't Listen, you want to look at a yeah. clawfoot bathtub I, that you I, don't I, own? I can't with this Instagram YouTube. I, like, I, it makes me crazy. Yeah,
0: your veins are popping out. I just, It's sat of the cold brew.
1: People have skills, Tiffany.
2: Now listen, Tiff. Tiff's got some skills to build an audience like that. It definitely takes a lot she of work. She knows how to. I yeah, know. yeah. I know. I should,
1: the- I should. I should. I hope she. First of all, I hope she feels better. I'm not. I'm not a terrible human, but I just those photos made me like. My immediate reaction was like, "This is. She is just someone sneeze and blow her away."
0: Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, uh, this is 2019, y'all. This is what people I guess I'm jobs.
1: just, I'm aged out of this. No, I just I mean, feel I'm, like I, this I'm isn't also content not, I want to see. So I don't have to look at it.
0: Yeah, I just don't know. The the light, The light. whole influencer thing is just such a, I mean, I, I get why people are so into it. But yeah, when you see stories like this, part of me is like, yeah, it's someone who like just took a smidge of what really happened and then exploited it and as that's best what as they could. I think that's really what happened. But that's when you're like... That's when you start going Ugh, Unfollow, at these she's, Tiffany. She's
2: also very much like the influencer in Ingrid Goes West. Like she's a cartoonish version of an influencer. Cause there are right. influencers who are doing cool stuff, but like, listen, this is one of her captions. Hashtag ad. Guys, I'm super geeking out over this collaboration that I got to do with herbal essences. I am so nostalgic about this brand. Like it goes Ugh. on and I'm like nostalgic. Is she having an orgasm essences? in the shower?
0: Because that's what those commercials were about.
2: Right. I just immediately started orgasm orgasm. What I happened to those
0: commercials, man? I Missed don't those. know. Remember there, people would be like, oh, she's horny. She's like, yes,
2: yes. yes!
0: And she's coming with her hair
1: Maybe she was fine. shooting an herbal essence uh, video when she fell off her mouth. You know what? Animal. I hope
2: feminism took care of those and women were like, we want real orgasms. orgasms. yeah. Fuck we're out of here. we tired of shampoo orgasms. How much herbal essence do I have to rub on my clit? Fuck Someone that. Someone help
1: me. Toss me my gallons rabbit. of rose blossom Herbal essence it takes to make me have an orgasm. I want a quarter of the peach container, and that's all I'm putting on my vagina.
0: I'm sure there are guys back then who are like, Well, have you tried herbal essences? Honey? Right. Maybe yeah. that'll help.
2: Look, we don't live in that time anymore, Frank. You get down yeah. there and you eat this box. Eat
0: this shit the fuck out. <laughs> Hometown buffet is open. Oh man, on that note. Aaron, thank you so much oh, for joining Jen, us.
1: Buffet is so- i am gonna try to work that into my conversation three more <laughs> times today yeah uh
0: where can people find you and follow you thank oh, you for, I'm ha- done. Thank you for I'm joining done. us oh you're done find i forgot me anymore. that's right
1: i am absolutely i'll be you doing a motorcycle exist. shoot uh in 20 minutes <laughs> i'm gonna go back to my jetta and just pretend uh i died on the on the roof and pretend I mean, it's I can paid hit off. You
2: real slow <laughs> with it i can hit you real slow with it
1: Instead of Lindsay, I have Lacey. Lacey, capture this moment. Capture this. I've given up, and I'm on the roof of my Jetta. Right. Uh, If I'm still alive, I'll be at ErinKFoley.com, and that's where all my tour dates are and too much information, and Sports Without Balls is my podcast. I kind of rebranded the whole thing, and now I'm just interviewing uh, female athletes and coaches and reporters um, and just getting their fun, amazing sports stories. So I'm super, that's my favorite thing I do with my life.
0: Boom. And Chilling and self-care.
1: And I'm sitting still right. Yeah, and being so still. Which is good still. for podcasting. Be so still like so the rock. Still.
0: Let the so river still. move around you. Aaron, is there a tweet that you like?
1: Yes. Yeah. Uh, Barbara Grey last night, uh-huh. she had an amazing tweet. Lady I saw your lady to lady uh Yes. It was uh about a woman explaining the plot of Terminator to a guy at a wine bar <laughs> Los Feliz <laughs> and she said what glass ceiling? It made me oh, laugh here it so is. hard.
0: This is from at Babs Gray. I just heard a woman explaining the plot of Terminator in detail to her date at a wine bar in Los Feliz. What glass ceiling? Oh my (laughs)
1: gosh. That was my favorite tweet. Wow, wow, wow. Uh,
0: Lacey, how about you? Where can people find you, follow you?
2: Yes, guys, as always, you can find me at diva lacy on all platforms, Twitter, Instagram, and the like. Guys, you can follow Scam Goddess, my podcast. It comes out October 1st on Earwolf. You can follow Scam Goddess for updates at Scam Goddess Pod on Twitter and Scam Goddess Pod on Instagram, or email us at Scam Goddess Pod at gmail.com with your scams that you've retired. The ones that y'all have given me have been so lit. I love you guys so much. Tweets that I am Oh, also, watch Florida Girls. You can still stream Florida Girls on pop tv amazon and also on itunes honey first two episodes for free uh y'all came on my instagram and told me y'all was stealing it um but i'm glad that y'all stole some and then decided to purchase i appreciate that kind of scam <laughs>
0: but did they but did they i, I you know. Never know trust I'm, then verify but i know
2: where they at though because yep. they commented on my instagram post don't think i didn't oh, screenshot boy. i know i know where y'all at I told the FCC, ABC, I told everybody. Uh, and tweets that I am enjoying, uh, I, I'm going to say my own tweet. And uh, that is hey, men, if you want to have access to women who are way out of your league, start doing comedy.
0: <laughs> yep.
2: I don't know where I'd boy, be without a of I second humor. that. Let be see some raggedy men with some bad bitches. <laughs> and they be dumping them too. I'm like, uh uh-uh, uh. How dare like you dump the, a bad bitch?
0: The, if, I wish, if I had the confidence of an I, improviser. I
2: wish I started dating a, a dad jean, New Balance, high water, oh. three cats, four roommates. Ooh. And he dumped me? No, you don't dump me. Yeah. Neil
0: About to look like Andre Risen's mansion. Burn that fucker down. Um, All right, Uh, you can find me and follow me at Miles of Gray on Twitter and Instagram. A tweet I like is from at Nelly Chillin. I saw this from a retweet from uh, our man Christy Yamaguchi man. Uh, But this is the tweet from. It said, "I just saw motherfucker's French inhaling jewel smoke, man. Maybe men don't really deserve rights." (laughs) 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 Fucking French inhaling jewel smoke looks. I can see that shit in my mind and having the same reaction. Um, And you can follow us Daily Zeitgeist uh, At Daily Zeitgeist On Twitter At The Daily Zeitgeist On Instagram We've got a Facebook fan page You know Daily Zeitgeist Is a production of iHeartRadio For more podcasts Check out the iHeartRadio app Or Apple Podcasts We also have a website dailyzeitgeist.com, Where we post our episodes And our footnotes Footnotes Thank you And you know That's where we post our episodes And the songs we ride out on this writeout song is going to be coming from. Okay, I was I had one of those moments where you can hear a song playing in your head and you cannot figure out what the fuck the name is, but you're singing the entire thing, and no one else knows the song because it's like too deep of a cut that only you remember. Just by the grace of God, someone said the band name out loud I overheard in a conversation. Abba. I no. Fuck <laughs> of sequels actually. You
2: had to Shazam yourself. Yeah. Someone Shazamed you. No,
0: no, just someone heard it and I was like, oh, that's what it is. Anyway, this is uh, the group Kings of. Convenience and it's called Scars on Land and it's like an acoustic guitar track but it's got it just reminds me of like smoking a cigarette in the rain or something, or something out there <laughs> fuck man yeah life huh just be still to this be track be still be still my heart um okay so check that song out um and we'll catch you tomorrow dad'll be back and uh all will be right okay talk to you then bye the
2: weight of lead
1: On floors of sand The idea reduced again To outcome No change